We are live. Good morning, Bates County. Man, uh, January 19th, I think. Uh, weather's been warm here lately. Yes, it has. Uh, it's been... It's been a minute since I've done a podcast, uh, well, like a week or so. I uh, I was dealing with some some army stuff uh, for retirement. So yeah. Oh, so we're gonna talk about Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. I haven't talked about a professional team. I don't think since I started. I've talked about coaching, and I've talked about uh, teamwork, playing as a team and whatnot, but I don't think I've talked about a professional team since uh, I started this. So, where do we start? Let's start with, uh, we won, as you all know, because it's Wednesday. We won Sunday. We beat... uh, the Cleveland Browns, and we are headed to the next round for hosting Buffalo, Buffalo, so I do want to come out and publicly say that last year I was talking to people, and I said, Cleveland Browns are still going to be garbage. Throughout my years of watching um, football, there's just something within that Cleveland Browns organization that they just seem to screw it up for themselves. Like they get a good quarterback, and they they don't they don't mold that quarterback or they don't give him an opportunity and they still be garbage. So Baker Mayfield, I was not a big fan of Baker Mayfield when he was drafted. I was not. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know why. So last year I was like, all right, he's he's decent, not too bad. And then I said, at the end of last year, I said, the Cleveland Browns are still garbage. They may make the playoffs, but they're not going to do anything. Well, I was wrong. The Cleveland Browns are not garbage. They are a legit team for the AFC. Now, they're going to be contenders. And that's kind of scary. So, it is what it is, but uh, I wanted to come out and say that, you know, I am kind of scared of the Browns in the future. They have two good running backs, Kareem Hunt and uh, Chubb. They got a good quarterback. Their offensive line's decent. They got a good defensive line. Um... So, yeah, so during the game, my homie ended up going out, as you all saw. Maybe you didn't see, but he ended up going out. 
uh, concussion type symptoms. And I thought it, it was a concussion. And it still could be. But the way he was tackled, I've been hearing that it was uh, more of a, he got choked out, which could very well be too. So that's interesting. I, I kind of hope he got choked out rather than a concussion. I think it would be easier for him to come back from being choked out rather than being uh, having a concussion. And he still has to go through the uh, concussion protocols. But I think it would be easier to come back if he didn't have a concussion. And it was more of a, I, I got choked out, passed out, you know, whatever it is. So, then we had uh, Henny come in. And I'm not going to lie, I was kind of scared. Um, because as you all know, I'm, I'm, I'm team oriented. And how does it, how does it affect a team? When your starting quarterback goes out of the game, is your backup capable type situation? And he threw a pick, and I was like, oh, man. Uh, but then we got the ball back, and he did his thing. Anything is possible. So what's that bringing on to Buffalo? Well, let's talk about Buffalo. And if you don't think the Buffalo, we should be somewhat worried, you're wrong. Josh Allen, I said it for the last two years, Josh Allen is going to be good. And he is. And he just proves to be getting better. So, you have him to worry about. You got receivers. Um... Stephon Diggs, and they got a decent running back. So, and their defense, their defense isn't big, but they're fast. So if if Kansas City does not have Patrick Mahomes, I am going to give them the key to success. On beating the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to give them the key to the success. The way to beat them. Is yes they're fast. They are. But everybody thinks that. We can't run the ball. We ran it against uh, Buffalo the first game, and then they think because of that, that's not going to happen. Oh, wow. Uh, I just got an update on the inauguration. Mr. President has left Washington, D.C. to go to Florida. That's crazy. Anyways, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about keys to success. Um, yes, they have a de- fast defense. We pretty much uh, beat them on the ground last time. So I say do it again. 
no matter which running back you have, even if Clyde Edwards-Alaire is out, you tell Williams and you tell Bell, hey, y'all be ready. Because I'm, I'm going to work you. And Darwin Thompson, too. Like, I haven't seen him. Like, we keep signing these older running backs, and we're not playing them. And I say older running backs because you have McCoy last year, and then this year it's Bell. Use them. You know? So, and then defensive-wise, our defensive line has to step up. Frank Clark's getting paid a lot of money to do very little, and that irritates me. I was not a fan of his last year, and then a lot of people said, well, he was hurt, you know, the first, I don't know, six games because he had a, a pinched nerve or something. I said, well, if it affected him that much, then why is he playing? But we're paying him a lot of money to do absolutely nothing. Step up. Step up. Now is your time to shine. Get your money's worth. And so our our defensive line, Chris Jones and and Frank Clark, they, they need some sacks. We need some big negative plays. I'd say at least two sacks in the first half and two or three more in the second half. So if we if we boil that down to five sacks, we're in pretty good position. I'll tell you that right now. Tyrone Matthew, the honey badger, uh, probably my favorite defensive player on the Chiefs, and I watched him at LSU, and he got arrested, and my value of him went down, and then I got, I I did some research, and I did the back study, and I followed him when he was at Arizona, and um, Houston, and I was like, man, he's good. And then we picked him up, and I got to see firsthand how good he was. So, but yeah, now, and if Mahomes is there, I still think we need to look at running the ball. Um, it just, it's running the football does a lot of things. I mean, even if you run four times in a row, three times in a row and have to punt, and then you get the ball back and you run three more, you got to punt. It does a thing that says, hey, they're trying to run on us. And then you open up your third possession. Maybe you do a play action on first down and see if you can't. Find an open receiver. It just opens up the passing game. And then when you start passing, they're going to be like, ah, crap. Now we got to guard the pass. So you guard the pass, and then it opens the running game again. You see how this works? So, 
it is what it is. I mean, uh, I am kind of worried about uh, the Bills, but I have faith that we can overcome this and that we will be headed to the Super Bowl. That's my that's my plans. That's my goals. So, and uh, you know, I have I have confidence that um, Chad Henney will do his thing, but it's really going to rely on our defense to shut down the Bills' offense. Um, we we really need to play top notch defense against the Buffalo Bills and and uh, Josh Allen. So, there's that. Oh, man. Uh, so, then you got, oh, man, well, since we're talking about, I said we we're going to talk about the Chiefs, but I really thought I had more to talk about. I guess I don't. So, we're going to transition over to uh, the New Orleans Saints. And that is probably one of the worst games that I've seen Drew Brees play. He's might he might have had games that were worse than that, but that's probably one of the worst I've seen him play. He got to a point where I just walked away. I was like, man, because I was rooting for the Saints. I really was. Um, <clears throat> I wanted the the Saints to to play uh, Green Bay. But Tom Brady prevailed. Tom Brady did what Tom Brady does in the playoffs, and that's win. Like, as much as I dislike that guy, I'm going to say dislike, you got to respect what he's done at his age and as his career progresses. It is it is amazing. And I could sit here and I could argue the fact that, you know, somebody brought up, well, who's a – who needed who? Did Brady need Belichick or did Belichick need Brady? And somebody said, well, it looks like Belichick needed Brady. I don't necessarily say that. You know, I, uh, it's still early and you can't tell in the first year. Uh, yeah, I said that Tampa Bay was going to make the playoffs when they got Brady. But then they went out and they got Gronkowski. And uh, who was the other one? Antonio Brown. And, you know, everybody says, well, Brady's never had a good receiver. Yeah, he's had quite a few in his career. So now you got Brady going up against uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm not sure who I want to win that. Because let's throw some scenarios out there and say that Tom Brady makes the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They face the Kansas City Chiefs. And he loses the Super Bowl. Tom Brady loses the Super Bowl. Let's let's say he does. So he loses the Super Bowl. Does that make him uh let's see how many he's won six. He's been to Ten, I'd have to go back and look to see how many he's been to. So, or let's say he's been to eleven. So, does that mean if he loses and he's won six and lost six, what's that do to his 
legacies. Does it do anything? Is he still the GOAT? I mean, the, and I'm, I'm different when it comes to saying GOAT. I don't like using that word lightly. Um, I think that to be the GOAT that you should have every record there is for the position that you play. Unless you have done something significant, like change the way the game is played or the way people guard you or your team. And you're like, well, what do you mean by that? Well, what I mean is Michael Jordan. Some people call him the GOAT. And then the new generation calls LeBron James the GOAT. Michael Jordan changed the game. He did. He changed the game. Nobody had ever seen a guy that could do what he could do at that time. Because he came out of North Carolina and he, you know, he was he was good at North Carolina, but <coughs> oh man, sorry. I uh, I swallowed wrong. Nobody thought that he was going to amount to what he was going to amount to. Michael Jordan changed the way people guarded the team. Michael Jordan knew that he couldn't do it by himself. He knew that. And that's what I loved about Michael Jordan. He was competitive, and when he wasn't winning championships because he was getting beat up, literally, by the Detroit Pistons or the Boston Celtics, is he worked harder. And he, he started getting pieces around him. And we can sit there and argue all day that it was... Uh, Michael Jordan had a, uh, a team like LeBron and Kevin Durant. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He never had a center, a good center. He had Scottie Pippen that averaged uh, 21 points a game, I believe it was. And then you had, the for the last three championships... He had Dennis Rodman. I love Dennis Rodman. Uh, next to Jordan was my favorite Bulls bull player. But Dennis Rodman was there for one reason. That was to get rebounds. That's all it was for. And he knew that. Dennis Rodman knew that. Yet he could score when he wanted to. Or when they allowed him. So, don't sit there and tell me that, well, Jordan started it. No, LeBron started it. You had Dwayne Wade that averaged 26 or 28 points a game. And then you had Chris Bosh down low. And you still should have won more championships than you did with Miami. 
Then he goes off and he goes back to Cleveland. Cleveland, I'll probably give him Cle- Cleveland. Because other than him, there was Kyrie Irving. And, you know, that's two people. So, yeah. But then, you know, going back to football, Tom Brady, I don't. I don't see that he's changed the game. I don't see how he's taken the NFL in a different direction to where people are, to where defenses, coaches, had to change the way they did things, like drastically. I mean, when you're playing Tom Brady, there's some things you got to change. Like... It's just that. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, uh, my opinion of Aaron Rodgers, I think he's overrated. A lot of people are going to be mad at me for saying that if they listen to this. I do. I think Aaron Rodgers is overrated. Like, well, how can you say that? Or why would you say that? There's been several years that he's just been mediocre. There's been several years that they should have done more in the playoffs or get to the playoffs and he hasn't and some of that from what I've read and listened to and watched is his attitude he was a very hard quarterback to get along with you know and that hurt the team that hurt him so that's why he's only got one championship you know um, I don't know if he was trying to be more like Brady or more like Brett Favre. Uh, Brady's attitude, Brett Favre's gunslinger. Um, and I've never been a big fan of Brett Favre. You know, for as good as he was, he only won one championship. So, um, and, you know, he had a lot of interceptions. But, you know, what do I know? So, you know, um, so for the Super Bowl, my prediction is Green Bay for the NFC. I think I think Rodgers is hot right now. He's uh, the whole team's hot for Green Bay, and then I believe it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. So we're going to have a rematch of Super Bowl one. Right? Was it Super Bowl one? Or Super? Now I'm second guessing myself. Super Bowl three. Super Bowl one. I think is when the Chiefs and Green Bay played. So let me. I gotta check the time here. I'm just driving around. Twenty three minutes. So yeah, um, and then I believe that. The Chiefs are going to win. Chiefs are going to win. They're going to beat Aaron Rodgers. And I want to say that Aaron Rodgers has been to two Super Bowls. Maybe he hasn't. And uh, maybe he's only been to one and he won it. But... 
regardless, uh, he's <clears throat> overrated. I I believe he's overrated. Um, you know, that's that's just me talking out loud. So, and you're like, well, how do you say that? Well, let's look at it this way. In the last 20 years, if you could pick one quarterback to lead your team, who would it be? To include the guys now. And, uh, you know, I love Mahomes. I do. And he's still young, and he's still learning, and he's still putting it, you know, getting his championships. So it's a, to me, it's still too early to say him. I love his leadership, and I think that there's a lot of things that could happen with the Chiefs, pending he stays healthy. Um... And this, that, and the other. So, honestly, if I were to pick one quarterback in the last 20 years, I would have to go with Brady. I would have to go with Tom Brady. He's got six championships. He's got records. He's got playoffs. Wins. So, there's that. Oh, man, hopefully I didn't stop. All right, we didn't stop. So I have this phone holder that I really dislike. It's a cup holder. And my phone doesn't like to stay where it's supposed to, so it slides, and then it hits the the button to emergency power off or emergency call or something. Um, so... Yeah, I would I would have to go with Tom Brady. Uh, Peyton Manning was another. I wasn't a big fan of Peyton Manning. Um, Everybody's like, "What? What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Peyton Manning's been to what three Super Bowls? One, two, and lost one. Well, that's a pretty good record." I said, "Yeah, but look at his record in the playoffs. It stinks. It's garbage. Like literally." I think he's got a losing record in the playoffs. Could he win during the regular season? Yeah. Could he read a defense? Absolutely. But everybody gives Matthew Stafford a hard time, you know, with some of the decisions he makes. Peyton Manning was no different. There was games he had four or five interceptions. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Tom Brady being the quarterback that I would choose to, if I was starting a, a franchise, I would probably have to go with Tom Brady. Yeah. And, you know, in, in a couple of years, it might change to Patrick Mahomes. But either one. You're not going to be disappointed with. Like, you know, my my thing with the whole Hall of Fame and labeling somebody as the GOAT is what accolades do they have? Like, you know, 
Is is Michael Jordan the goat? Is LeBron James a goat? Kobe Bryant? You know, it's <coughs> it's that type of mentality that I think we've got away from is, you know, it's what what are the qualifications to get into the Hall of Fame? Because it seems like they allow everybody to be in the Hall of Fame. What are the qualifications to be labeled as a GOAT? Like, the GOAT for a running back. Who is it? Is it Barry Sanders? Is it Emmitt Smith that holds all the running back records, with the exception of most rushing yards in a season? And probably some, like, game, individual games. But, you know, career-wise, like, that's what I'm looking at. Career-wise, what records do they hold career-wise? You know, can you win, can you win three championships and have 10,000 yards for your career and be labeled as a GOAT for a running back? I don't think so. Like... My my issue with this is the Hall of Fame should have a list on accomplishments in your career that say, this is what you need to do to be considered for the Hall of Fame. Doesn't guarantee you the Hall of Fame, but to be considered. And let's, let's use running back. Say that you need 12,000 yards. That's one criteria. You need 100 rushing TDs. That's criteria two. You need... Um, 